it's halftime. Now, as you may already know, I make an effort to avoid sports references because my level of ignorance on the subject of sports, well, it usually complicates even the most straightforward metaphor. But halftime, I don't know, it kind of seems to belong to the world of pop culture where I arguably have more secure footing. And in fact, halftime is probably, probably the only thing I know about the Super Bowl. And it occurs halfway through the big game. Please let that be right. (laughs) This is probably as far as I should carry this analogy. There will be an ill-advised Tom Brady reference later if you're listening. Also probably a mistake. Okay, let's just cut this intro now before I really embarrass myself. Music. Veg heads, veg your besties. Welcome back to Veg Your Best, the plant-based podcast. My name is Michelle Olander. I'm a certified life coach, a practicing vegan, and I'm here every week to encourage you to eat more plants and to set an impossible goal, whatever that is for you. And today we're on episode 44, and it's halftime. Yes, it's July 2021, Veg Your Besties, halftime. We are currently, if you're listening when the episode comes out, we are currently halfway through 2021. Six months finished and six months still to come. This may come as a relief for some. To others of you, and you know who you are, it's a full-throated wake-up call, a reason to panic or judge oneself very harshly. Of course, it may be news of complete disinterest to some, and still others of you may use a different calendar or measuring units to determine what we call the date. And that's because each of us, all of us, every one of us, we have our own thoughts. We have personal thoughts, we have our cultural thoughts, And that's about everything, including June 30th, 2021, which is the day that I am recording this episode. And for those of you who look at the calendar and think that you aren't really where you had hoped to be by mid-year, I'm really talking to you. Maybe you had some resolutions at the beginning of the year which have fizzled out. And maybe you would hope to be further along by now with, well, with your career, with weight loss, with eliminating animal products, your fitness goals, your education, savings and debt reduction, your reading list, home organization. Maybe you're thinking that time is just flying by and what difference does it make? You can never catch up. Well, since we are all probably telling ourselves all kinds of stories, none of which is objectively true from a thermodynamic or laws of physics sort of perspective, how about instead telling ourselves 
a happy story, a festive little story about halftime. What if it's fun halftime? What if this is where your imaginary Beyonce or Gaga or J-Lo or The Weeknd or Adam Levine or Bruno Mars come out to tell you that it's not over. It's only halftime. Anything can still happen. You know, it's my opinion that not one single thing in your life or mine will be improved by looking at today's day and feeling bad about it. If thinking that 2021 is half over brings up negative thoughts, remember that those thoughts are actually all optional. You probably accomplished quite a few things during these past six months that you never, ever, ever believed you could do. So take a bow. It's halftime. You're on. Anything can still happen. Now, a question that came in, and this, this happens a lot. I get no questions, and then I get the same or very, very similar questions from various people in kind of a, in kind of a flurry. So this is probably based on the time of year, summer holidays here in the Northern Hemisphere. So this question is, give or take a few details, do I have advice for people on vacation who will be sharing a kitchen with non-vegans or with meat eaters? So the subtext of the question is what? It's that for vegans or vegetarians or plant-based eaters, sharing a fridge and a pantry and a cooking area is potentially going to be a problem or has been a problem or it's likely to be a problem zone. And in the case of the people who brought this question up in this past week, we have a variety of eaters, some longtime vegetarians, a couple of newer plant-based eaters and vegans. And so the folks that are newer to limiting or eliminating the consumption of animal products, the newer ones are thinking they need to figure out this potentially difficult situation ahead of time. While the more, I don't know, the more veteran <laughs> vegetarians have some evidence that they've collected from the past that this can be or is a difficult area to navigate with, with uh, non-veg heads. So what happens? In good life coach form, my response to your question is a question, <laughs> and that is, why would you think it would be hard? Now, it would be hard if your friends or loved ones were actively trying to hurt you, upset you, trick you into eating animal products, or destroy the plant-based foods you had brought along just to make for an unpleasant experience. But how likely is it that you are vacationing with people who have that agenda? And if you are vacationing with people who are actively committed to messing with you that way, 
that does not sound like a vacation to me. And I think you have a different issue than how to navigate sharing a kitchen with non-vegans. What is much more likely, I'm guessing, is that you are vacationing with people who like and or love you and who just may not understand what it is you are thinking or doing or eating or trying to accomplish. So I get that it might feel, well, it might feel hard if you think that your vacation mates are trying to thwart you. But before you decide that people you love enough to go on vacation with are thwarting you or actively trying to, well, let's see if you might be thwarting yourself. Maybe a little bit. You know, I had dinner with a very bright woman one day a couple years ago who just kept asking me what I eat. I said, I eat pretty much everything as long as it's not meat, dairy, eggs, or fish. Okay, okay, she kept saying, I get it. I get what you don't eat. I'm asking, I'm asking what you do eat. And I said, everything else. Like what? She said, everything? Yeah, I said, you know, greens, grains, beans, fruit, fungi, seeds, nuts, every veggie. But like which ones, she asked. And I could see that this was not hostility, just complete and utter incomprehension. You know, my dining companion was, I think, in the back of her brain, trying to think what she could make me for dinner if we were at her house. Greens, grains, beans, fruit, fungi, seeds, nuts, every veggie. That answer, it was true, but it wasn't really helping her. It wasn't really working for her. And that was what finally occurred to me, thankfully, before I started to get the tiniest bit annoyed by her insistence that I wasn't telling her what I ate. Then the penny dropped. Oh, I said, well, for instance, I eat broccoli and Brussels sprouts and frozen corn and green beans and basically every other veggie, including turnip and squashes and carrots and radishes and eggplants and onions and leeks, but without butter or cheese or bacon. And I eat pastas, all kinds of pastas with veggies and mushrooms, but no meat or cheese. And I eat salads and soups if they do not contain meat, dairy, eggs, or fish. I eat pizza without the cheese. I love rice and quinoa and oats and barley and couscous. I eat stir fries and curries and stews and bean chilies. I eat salads with grilled veggies and nuts or seeds. I eat toast with mushrooms and avocado or hummus. I eat black-eyed peas, chickpeas, black beans, every sort of bean, tofu, sometimes different kinds of veggie burgers. I eat fresh fruit, dried fruits like dates and raisins, and sometimes milks made from nuts or oats. And that helped because I got specific and I got clear about what it is I want when I eat. To be perfectly frank, at the time it felt a bit obvious to me 
and a bit tedious for me to have to explain. And if I'm honest, it occurred to me that my companion was being a tiny bit thick. Okay, not really generous of me, but that was truly what I was feeling until I took the time to be clear with what it is I actually want in my meals, not just what I don't want. You know, even when people eat the same basic foods, you may have noticed that human beings can be very particular about what we eat, about where it comes from, how it's prepared, where it's stored, what goes with what, whether it's served room temperature or cold or hot. My mother believed no food should be served room temperature. She was a nurse and believed everything should be above 200 degrees Fahrenheit or below 40. So anyway, back to sharing a kitchen or fridge with people who are not vegan or vegetarian. That is a good opportunity to get very clear with yourself, with what you want. To learn how to ask clearly and insist on what you want. I very often use Tom Brady as an example of this and know Tom Brady is not vegan as far as I know, but he is very precise, apparently, in what he eats and what he wants. And before you say, sure, if I were as rich and famous as Tom Brady, I could have whatever I want my way, I'm going to argue with you. Tom Brady asks for what he wants, and he's very clear about what he wants because it's important to him. And when people understand what he wants and why, I'm guessing most people comply to the best of their abilities. And where it's essential and vital to him that things like his food be a certain way, Tom Brady just makes sure it stays in his control. Because it's true, we cannot expect that people who do not worry currently about eating meat, fish, dairy, or eggs We cannot really expect them to worry about it the same way we do. So what do I recommend? Clarity and specificity. Yes, some people will think you are a maniac. And my guess is they think you are a maniac on this subject already. So don't worry about it too much. Separating your food or labeling it or insisting no one touch your chickpeas or veggie burgers, which you want to have on those nights when everyone else is eating meat, hiding your dairy-free ice cream, my suggestion is not to let it be up to anyone else's interpretations. I'm not saying you should do it in a frantic, tense, paranoid manner like Gollum in The Lord of the Rings. Just from a point of view of clarity, clarity, precision, maybe some plastic bags, some Sharpies and orange masking tape for labels. Last week, I mentioned that some vegans have taken the liberation pledge, and some of you asked about that. The liberation pledge includes refusing to sit with others when and where animals are being eaten. And as I said last week, as much admiration as I have for that level of activism, that's not my work. My work includes helping anyone with any questions about how I eat. 
even when I think they are being the tiniest bit thick about it. But I'm human. I would like to encourage any of you who will be vacationing with friends and family and sharing the cooking facilities to be very, very clear, not just with your companions on vacation, but first of all, most of all, with yourself. I encourage you to be very clear with what your expectations are and, and how you're going to help people understand those expectations. Remember, no one else is spending very much time thinking about what you want to eat and how you want to eat it. Not because they don't love you. Not because they don't respect you. And not because they're hostile or put out by your ethical choice, but because they are busy, busy, busy thinking about what they want and whether someone's going to make that difficult for them. Remember, when we make an ethical choice like veganism, our friends and loved ones often feel very judged. And I don't think we need to tap dance around our non-vegan friends, but I do think it's an important opportunity to be clear and direct and loving about what our choices are. And what if you decided that none of these conversations with non-vegans or people who don't understand you, what if we decided none of these conversations are awkward or tricky at all? When we're feeling these queasy, defensive sensations that go along with frustration or resentment of others, it's very likely that we have not been asking enough of the people around us. And this is just as true in the office. When we're super precise about what we want and what we need, we really develop the mental muscle to ask for it we can avoid an awful lot of inner discomfort. And the bonus is we're able to model quiet, loving leadership for others. We're able to model clear, friendly communication that's built on self-respect and respect for others. So don't assume others are mind readers. Help them help you. Be specific. And don't water down your requests. Don't try and figure out what they're thinking or worried about. If you want to know what they're thinking, just ask them. And when people are sometimes thoughtless or not that helpful, avoid assuming that they are antagonists or a little thick. Consider that you still may just need to explain it a little more or a little differently. Now, of course, there's always the option of not vacationing with folks who don't get your vegan or plant-based lifestyle. But FYI, even other vegans sometimes are tricky to share a kitchen with. I've said it before, vegans are not perfect people. So it's half time. 2021, halftime, holidays, 
revving up here in North America. And you, I'm telling you, you're not behind. You are right where you need to be. Consider holding on to the thought that the people you love are always helping you clarify your thoughts and clarify your message. And when you feel once in a while like, you know, maybe they're acting a little thick, let that be an opportunity for you to see whether you're helping them help you. Help them help you. It's halftime. Get out there and ask for what you want. You know, this is such a great exercise when we get out of our silos and help others understand what's important to us and share with them why it's important to us. Okay, well, quick, quick, quick update on my 90-day writing goal. Going pretty well. I have written quite a bit, and I have begun to develop a structure, uh, an organization. And remember, my minimum baseline is every day I log in and open my Google Doc and write one sentence. Mostly fine. But yesterday... Yesterday, I didn't. Can you imagine? I was doing some writing and research, yes, but I never, ever opened the Google Doc and didn't write in the document itself. So honestly, what went wrong? How did I not notice until this morning? So what went wrong was that I downloaded and set up a free template that I got from Scribe Media, scribemedia.com, no affiliate, <laughs> but scribemedia.com has a couple free templates and one is for writing a nonfiction book. And I worked with that and I did not open up the Google Doc that I had going. Classic, classic issue, overcomplicating things. Now, I do want to keep using the Scribe Media nonfiction template which you can get for free too from scribemedia.com. But I do not want to have two different things going on at the same time. So they are going to be merged. I only want one thing to work on. Are you like this? This happens to me all the time. Shiny object syndrome. Something cool and new and probably super valuable. It feels like it will totally help, but then my focus is out the window. So that's what happened to me this week, yesterday. And I will plan on telling you all the notable things that come up for me as I, as I take on this 90-day goal to finish a book. And super good luck to those of you who let me know what you are working on. We'll share some of those updates from listeners as the summer goes on during the second half. And remember, if you would like to see how coaching can help you take on your next goal, you can always book a free session for yourself right into my calendar through my website. Or you can message me on Instagram or on Facebook or email me at info at michelleolander.com. Veg Your Best podcast production, music, and editing by Charlie Weinshank. Thanks, Charlie. Before you go, it would mean so much to me and the Veg Your Best team if you would hit subscribe, leave us a five-star review, or share with someone you think might be interested. 
something about algorithms. It helps bump us up a little in the rankings, and that's the best way to help others find the podcast and for us to find our audience. So until next week, make it easy and veg your best. <laughs>